turnaround we've seen so far in the last two, three months has been amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see it slowing down. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry. From business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, I'm Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is episode 33. So on today's podcast, we're going to meet and talk to Bradley Simpson and Hunter Horton that's in the pneumatic division. We're going to get uh, some insight with them on things. We're going to cover all things in the pneumatic division. For You know, I want you to meet them first and talk a little bit about them, but then we're also going to, we're going to cover things from freight and how it's going to customer service, to safety, to retention, to how many trucks they got and, and their needs right now. So we're going to cover that here in just a minute. But uh, first, I want to tell you, be sure if you haven't listened to the podcast, go back and listen to the previous episodes. We really got some good ones out there that give you a lot of good information. And, and it deals with a lot of stuff, Oakley. You know, it's uh, like we say in the intro, this is the, uh, the podcast that is – the audience is our owner operators and their families. And that's the purpose of this thing is to get information out to you. And so previous episodes are really good. Got a lot of good information. Go back and listen to them. And then also we've got several lined up uh, ahead of time. They, they come out every Wednesday, every Wednesday morning. Uh, we have a new one come out. So be sure and check it out right now. Let's uh, listen to Miss Vicki Chastain with this week's need to know segment. Is your permit book up to date? Do you have the correct insurance card and up-to-date permits to be compliant with DOT regulations? Proper paperwork. That's this week's Need to Know segment. The driver portal has all the latest insurance and permits that you need to be compliant. If you need help or have questions with your permit book, you can call or come by the office and speak to Wendy Peaks. Check your permits and print all the updated permits you need to ensure that you have the proper paperwork so you are prepared in the event of a DOT inspection. I'm Vicki Chastain, and that's this week's Need to Know segment. Okay, let's get into this and meet Mr. Bradley Simpson and Hunter Horton. How you guys doing? Good. Oh, good? Doing good. Glad to be here. All right. You uh, over the nervousness yet? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. You know, we get some guys in here that are nervous wanting to talk in front you just stick a microphone in front of them you know and they're like i don't want to do that and then by the end of the podcast i can't shut them up <laughs> i mean it's just talk 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 and it's good though it's good now uh so first i want our audience to meet you guys so let's start with you bradley and kind of you know tell us uh your name where you're from and what you do at oakley how long you been there bradley simpson uh i've been here since march of 2009 so i'm coming up on 12 years uh Live. I came from Stuttgart, Arkansas. Went to college in Jonesboro, and then pretty much moved down here to Little Rock, and been here ever since. This was my first real job out of out of college. So How was it? This is pretty much all all I know, all I've done. So here I am, almost you, twelve uh, years later. You got a family? I do have a family growing. <laughs> uh-huh. I've got a lot of kids. I've I've got a uh, six year old and a four year old, and in April 
just had a surprise set of twins. Oh, man. Had another girl and a boy, so three girls and a boy. The Simpson household is alive. It, it is alive. A couple dogs, a guinea pig, and <laughs> a phone that never stops ringing. So we're <laughs> that, busy. That is busy. <laughs> How long have you been married? Ten years last week, actually. Oh, congratulations. We've been together for uh, almost 17 years. That is good. Married for 10. That is a, that's real good. Long term. So you got, uh, you went to school at Stuttgart? Is that what you Stuttgart High School. Okay. It's where I grew up. Then went uh, to college in Moved Jonesboro. to Jonesboro, went to ASU, was up there for six years probably. I On a long term. Took the long college. route. <laughs> Had a little fun <laughs> along the way. I but understand. Then we moved back down here and been here ever since. You live here in Little Rock? I live in Maumelle. Mama. Just outside of Little Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice place over there. Yeah. Okay, good. And your kids, uh, I guess they go to school over there. Uh, Sawyer, my oldest, she started first grade this year. Um, so she's loving it. She's yeah. having fun. She goes there to a Maumelle charter school. Um, Scarlett, my four-year-old, she'll start kindergarten next year. So we kind of opted out of the daycare this year. She's at home with mom, kind of helping wrestle the twins around. Nice. And, uh, your wife work from home or she work at all? She, when we had the twins, we, we dropped the work at, at daycare stuff. <laughs> oh, crazy. That's work. So yeah, she, she's really working. She's now. plenty busy. When I get there, she's ready to, to hand them off and run. But, oh, but how is it having twins? I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty hard to explain really. <laughs> you kind of gotta, you just gotta do it. You know, we, we had them, get them home. It's, it's kind of crazy. They do everything at the same time. They're, pretty scheduled they stay on the same schedule all the time so it's and you, you got to keep it that way though or if you don't you'll have a a big mess but i guess so one be up and another be asleep right and, and then you're up all the time right i got you yeah so we we just hit the six month mark and that's it's been a pretty long six months but we we made it through they're sleeping through the night right now so that's oh, a, man that happened about probably two weeks ago so that's been a huge that huge is deal huge yeah. when they can actually <laughs> yeah. sleep through the night. Right. Man, it's been so long since uh, my boys are 22 and 20. I can't believe that. But uh, I can remember those days mm -hmm. of, you know, they just, if they would just sleep through the night, you could right. get, get a break. You know? Yeah. You know, we, we had good practice when we had both of our other kids, you know, just one. But I remember one night standing in the kitchen, we were heating up some bottles, you know, and I was up ready to help. It was pretty new and, she had one baby screaming, and then the other one started screaming in the bedroom. I was like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> what is even happening? <laughs> but yeah, that's we, good. we pushed through the first six months so far. Well, it'll probably get a little easier. That, oh, yeah. That, yeah, when they're young like that, that's hard for Our big girl's any. been a huge help. Oh, has she? Yeah. She's nine? What'd she, no, she, she'll be seven in December. Yeah, so yeah. she's a big help. Then. Oh, yeah. Oh, Too much would. help a lot of the time, yeah. but <laughs> got to back them off, but. So yeah, I was gonna say, what do you? What are your hobbies? What do you do when you're not at Oakley Trucking? But uh, I've kind of lost those hobbies yeah. recently. But outside of of kids, you know, golf, watch the Razorbacks, and just be outside and yeah. do whatever I can. Yeah, we get stuck in this office a lot of hours during right. the week, and you know, I'm sure most of us in here are, are weekend warriors. You know, yeah. <laughs> Ready for some sunlight and mm -hmm. outside all the weekend oh, yeah. long, if possible. Yep. I'm the same way. If I, I mean, get get me outside. Which we're always doing the, with the big kids, softball, cheerleading. Right. Oldest is about to play basketball in November, so it's been a, it's a full schedule. Man, 
poor mama, she is going to be, she's got a lot of years running around ahead of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you do at Oakley? Tell everybody what you do at Oakley. Uh, Working the pneumatic vision, pneumatic division, pretty much have been there since I started. Had a short, short time in the hoppers right when I got here, but uh, I've dispatched ever since I've been here. And right now we've had a lot of new guys added in to help us out because we've got quite a few trucks. Um, so I've kind of jumped up trying to transition into more of overseeing everything and, and helping, helping plan, helping all the new dispatchers make the right decision and talk to customers and book loads and set schedules and just kind of make sure everything goes how it's supposed to. Right. Or you can, you can monitor a lot more and, and, because I mean, I know you've always been a great dispatcher. I get a lot of compliments on you, and everybody, everybody just thinks you're the best. So they're probably panicking a little bit since you're. But they got to be confident you're overseeing everything. Yeah, I, that's going I've on. heard some. I've heard some panic, but I've told everybody, "Hang in there. I'm. I'm still right here. I'll yeah. do what I can whenever I can, and I'll. I'll still be doing kind of the same thing. I just won't be talking to them as much. Right. So. Right. Right. And that's uh That's always fearful for a. Uh, owner operator you know mm -hmm. that's, his connection is i'm not talking to you every day anymore, yeah some of these guys i've talked to for every day yeah. for almost 12 years so yeah. be a big change for them and me yeah both all right let's meet hunter horton here with oakley what's up hunter hey jeremy uh, i'm hunter horton and uh, i've been at oakley for about a year i'm in the pneumatic division i don't quite have the same party going on at, at the house like bradley does you don't no sir no sir <laughs> i've just it's just a me, my girlfriend, and my six-month-old corgi, puppy dog. Uh, all right. So, uh, but uh, yeah, where are you from? I'm, Where'd you go to school at? I'm from Conway. Went to high school there in Conway. Went to college there in Conway uh, at UCA, and then uh, went up to Moralton. Got an oil and gas degree there, and then uh, worked for a few years in Conway at a steel fabrication company doing logistics, and uh, I drove for them for a little while, and then moved as as their uh, freight coordinator. And then I got ended up uh, applied here last year in October, and then started here the first week of November. What kind of driving did you do at that other flatbed? So was it tractor trailer? So you got your CDL? I don't anymore. Okay, but you did have, and you had to. Well, was that local driving or local driving, just okay. round state. So and I I didn't do that very much, and then I transitioned over into more of a freight coordinator, setting up LTL shipments, flatbed loads coming in, inbound and outbound. Well, the reason I ask, that's good. You you got a little bit of driving experience uh, to know a little bit about it. You've had a CDL before, which is, I didn't know that. That's great. And you know a little bit more. And you've done, you've been involved in trucking before you got to Oakley, basically. Right. And I back when I was in high school in the summertime, I worked for a, a moving company out of Conway. And I'd ride all over the country in the back, in, the, in a truck, moving people, mainly military moves. So, okay. Been in a truck quite a bit. So, so what's your uh, extracurricular activities? What do you do on the weekends? Hunting, fishing, walking the dog, you know, being outside, kind of like, you know, every good old Arkansas guy wants to do, you yeah. know. I don't golf much like a lot of the guys here at Oakley do, but, you know, like, as long as I'm outside, it really doesn't matter what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's got to be outside soaking up some sun. Absolutely, especially this time of year, beautiful mm -hmm. outside. So what's up? Uh, what do you do at Oakley? I'm a uh, pneumatic dispatcher, which I'm just now starting to get trucks. And uh, I'm, I'm 
part of the reason Bradley's guys are getting a little bit nervous because they're transitioning from Bradley. They've been with Bradley for years, and now they're coming to me, and they're like, oh, they're, you know, trying to gain their trust. So That's a, that's a difficult to do, isn't it? They, Absolutely. Uh, which I, I mean, put yourself in their shoes. You know, they've had Bradley for all these years, and now I'm talking to somebody else. And, and especially they know I'm not a – I haven't been here very long, too. So, they're, you know, so do they're, we trust this new guy that's – just starting out or, you know, but I mean, I've been working with Bradley and Randy. They trained me. I mean, I feel like I've been doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You'll do good. It's it. Hey, it, it has happened to every one of us. You know, when Bradley started, there was somebody there, oh, yeah. you know, he had to have his first year on the job and, and everybody was nervous about him. They didn't want the new guy, right. you know, give me whoever I was talking. I try to, to tell him that, Hey, I, I was this guy one time and remember you didn't want to talk to me, but <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, they they're they're like that, and you guys and I understand that. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't oh, yeah. blame them for that, right? Because they got used to you. Everybody's got got to get used to each other. Everybody's right. different, so it takes a little bit of, of time and effort. So, and we've got two brand new guys, Jerry and Sawyer, and the pneumatics as well, and they've both been here about a month, month and a half or so. So the drivers, you know, they're getting used to those guys, getting used to talk to them. So. Lots of new voices. Lots of lots of new voices for everybody. So, what do y'all need to tell our owner operators that are calling in and getting these new voices? What do you think? I'd say just trust us because we're all working together. I mean, everybody's on the same team in the pneumatics division. You know, communication between us is excellent as far as as far as I've seen. I mean, you know, it's not just one guy out there dispatching trucks by himself. We're all working together to make sure the job gets done right, and you know, the right drivers doing the right load and the right, you know, that everything's yeah, and just be. Be patient with them. Ask them questions because if if they don't get put in a weird position, they'll they'll never know how to fix that position in the future. So you got to go through some of that. I don't know, you know, kind of let me put you on hold for a second type of stuff to get to the point where they feel comfortable answering the questions that you might have. For you know, you may just only want to ask me or ask Randy or Manly or whoever it is, and but. Got to ask them just to I put remember, them in that position. I can remember uh, me being trained, you know, or me training somebody. And when the phone call, uh, an owner-operator would call and say, you know, I need to talk to Manly. I'm like, well, I can help you. What you got going? I just need to talk to Manly. You know, I'm like, I'm never going to learn if yes. you don't talk to me. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's the that's a situation we're probably in with a lot of the It's hard guys. for both sides to yeah. get past that point because – as us in here, you don't want to push, push, push. Well, just tell me, just tell me. And they don't want to give up the info. So it's kind of a, I don't know. But it'd be better if they just would hit that dispatcher with whatever problem they have. And yeah. that would, that would train him a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Hit <laughs> just tell him it. what you got on your mind, what you're needing right. right now and, and let him go to fixing it. Yeah. Throw them in the fire. And yeah. yeah. They just need to have confidence that you're there. Right. We Randy's all sit there. within I – mean, most people know this, but we all sit. I mean, we're super close. Yeah. We can hit mute and ask 20 questions, and you won't even know it, you know. So we can we can fix it. Everybody's right there. We work together good. So I remember a few weeks or a few months ago when I first started working with Bradley's guys, first thing they said, where's Bradley? Yeah. I said, well, he's on the phone. Well, well, I need to talk to Bradley. I was like, well, man, I can help you, and I, and I can. I mean, they're all, like I said, we're all right there together. So, I mean, it's you know, it's it's a transition, and, we're, you know, we're all working together. Yeah, it just takes a little bit of time. So it, what we'll try to do maybe in the future, we'll try to get those other dispatchers on the podcast and let them mm-hmm. 
talk talk a little bit too and see what how they're liking their first <laughs> first few months. Uh, I remember that is uh, always a tough one. Now, what's going on on the pneumatic division? I mean, right now, it's what's what's the what's happening? It's uh, it's it's super busy right now. It's you know we've had the of course everybody's tired of hearing about it, but the COVID stuff going on since March or whatever it's been, and we we were doing pretty good, and then it kind of all went flat for a few months and then I think it was probably June, June, July, somewhere in there, it really, really started picking up again. I guess states started opening back up and everything's kind of wide open right now. And of course, a lot of our major plants uh, that we haul from are down southern states, Louisiana, Houston, all all down through there. And they've had a couple hurricanes in the past right. two months. So that's that's really increased what that we're shut doing. them down some? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of our plants that we haul from every day of the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you name it, they they were shut down. No power, couldn't do anything. So we kind of had to step outside of the box, and they've got plants all over the country. So we've been hauling from those a lot more, which is really it's it's changed things, but it's good. It's it's increased miles. It's it's kept all the the guys busy, and we're sitting here right now telling people we can't can't do stuff every day, which Oh, it'd be it'd be great to do it for for drivers for us for everybody all around and help those customers out but we just can't do it we yeah. need covered up we need some more need more some owner more operators operator. yep yeah and those are difficult to find on the pneumatic division right uh, you know for for all you listeners out there it it's uh we're real particular on who we put on the pneumatic division just because of the responsibility that you yeah. run into yeah I mean, it takes a special special type of person to to do what they yeah what it's, they're asked to it's do expensive every day. to get into and then you, you you start dealing with contaminations and yeah the trailers cleaning them, cleaning and, them and making sure they're empty and making sure they're dry you name it you could you could talk to a guy for 30 minutes about different scenarios of his trailer being dirty or what a customer just from what we've heard just what they found from it being dirty and different ways to to make sure it's clean and it's I don't think you could ever tell them the perfect, yeah. perfect way to do it because there's always so many scenarios. But what are we hauling mostly? I mean, the product basically. What's several of the products we're hauling? Catalyst, a lot of catalyst, catalyst a huge catalyst, one. Uh, uh, clay, roofing granules. Uh, we do a lot of sand, salt, salt. We do a salt. ton of salt. Yeah. Um, clay. I don't know if you said clay or not. We yeah. Yeah. A lot of clay. clays, different forms of clay. Lots of kind of limestones and, and filler materials that go to these roofing okay. roofing plants. All that stuff comes out of the trailer pretty easy, doesn't it? Yeah. The majority of that product. Yeah. That's why you gotta have it dry. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? that's a that's a big part of it yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's a you know, the pneumatic is a division is a you know, it's just a dry bulk, just like we try to explain to people. It's different. It's a little niche in the market mm-hmm. that not a lot of people do. We got about two hundred owner operators doing pneumatics. Uh and live all over the country and we are constantly looking for more which is what i was saying a while ago we're just particular on who we get so you know the majority of our owner operators come from the end dump and hopper division swapping them over to mm-hmm. the pneumatic that that helps us because we know them a little bit right how they do things uh and and then we train them even if they don't know how to do never done a pneumatic before we're going to train you i mean in training you put them with shadow somebody i'm assuming right 
Yeah, we uh, our, our plan now that's really been great is we haul right here off the yard, going about 25, 26 miles down to Bauxite, Arkansas. That's right. So uh, that's that's really helped us train because I remember in the past it, it was a little harder to coordinate, get guys running over the road all over the country and keep them together. It's it's kind of difficult with all the, the holdups you face. But, yeah, they do usually run them a week or two till they say they're comfortable or we think it's – or their trainer thinks that's that they're good. good to go. And those They'll guys train training them, them have been here and, for years and years. Yeah, so that's good. Where do you, if you wanted to, I ask you this a lot though, but you usually tell me where we need guys living to pull pneumatics. Where's a where's a, a good spot for them to to live at to maximize their home time? I mean, we know doing pneumatics, they're going to be out a couple weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. But if you were going to you know, say, Jeremy, I need some trucks in these two or three areas. What would you tell me? Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia. We got a lot of guys from Georgia. Do you? Um, yeah, I mean, all those places for sure. Even uh, I've got a few guys that live in, in New York, and they go home typically every other weekend, and it works out great, you know, because we run yeah. the northeast. I mean – everywhere but what he hit on the louisiana arkansas texas northeast texas the dallas area anywhere in those right. those states it's usually that's where a lot of the loads are originating from right in the southern well, originating part of the United and, states and delivering and too. delivering yeah. too. okay and and the, the new york guys you get home well they go to canada i guess or yeah they yeah, go to canada we do a lot quite of a canada bit. loads don't you brother we do um i think i've got five guys going into canada today or coming out yeah. yeah, we uh, like you know every time you you when we're recruiting somebody or talking to Canada's like the, the plague, you know, that's like the virus. I can't go to Canada for whatever reason, you know. And I try to tell them, look, it's not a it's it, we wouldn't do it if it was a major problem all the time, right? We just couldn't. It would be too time consuming. But what's y'all's experience on Canada from the owner operators that I've talked to that go up there regularly? They say it's not bad at all. I mean, they said it's. You know, as long as your paperwork's good, which we have – Tiffany does all the pneumatic paperwork. She does a great job. And, I mean, it's it's not as bad as people – I mean, once you're used to it, it's cake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's – people get scared of being shut down at the border or having to be stuck in Canada. I mean, it's – I mean, we're not going to leave you over there. You're not going to be stranded over in Canada. I mean, we'll get you back. I mean, so we haven't – in the year that I've worked here, we haven't had anybody just get locked up in Canada. I mean, it's – Yeah, it's rare case, and if anything happens. Right. From what it sounds like, it's a pretty smooth crossing going in and coming out for the most part. What where where do you cross that normally? Um, New York, going up into Quebec, into Valleyfield, Quebec. That's a pretty busy one. Uh, we go into Ontario a couple times a week. Okay, typically uh, we go out west too, out into Alberta. Do you? And all those. I got a couple guys out in the out going to Alberta. I think this week today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. So that's good. I mean that that I know everybody worries about that, but it's not that big a deal. So I mean that, but that is one of the requirements. You got to have a passport and be able to go to Canada. Right. That's, it, that's it definitely get, helps. We cannot get around that. So if you guys are listening, thinking you can get it, we cannot get around that. It's just some good customers that send us up there that we got to take mm-hmm. care of, and that's all. It's a you know that's what it boils down to is customer service. Right. I mean, that's what we got to give is good customer service. And I try to, you know, I was telling the the uh, guys, we had six guys leasing on this week, and I was down there talking to them this morning, and I was telling them, I said, you know, 
you got to buy into two things, customer service here and safety. And when you go to your dispatcher, when you give out orientation and you go sit down and you talk to Hunter or you talk to Bradley, they're going to be preaching the same thing. Customer service is important and safety, we're, we're going to do it right. And it, I'm telling them right, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all got it. The customer service is huge. That's something. Yeah, that, it's, I mean, it's a big deal. The customers, they they brag on all of our owner operators a lot for how their trucks look, trailers look. We rarely get, you know, a, a big complaint about one of our guys. It's usually all positive in all the way around for the driver, the truck, the trailer, how we picked up, delivered, and we, we try to make it that way. We, we don't want to get in trouble, you know, so we, we do everything we can to make it work for owner-operator and the customer. And customer service, communication, it's a, it's a huge part of it. That's probably the biggest thing, communicating with us and what's going on with the customer if you're having issues or anything. Mm-hmm. That's we do. We get a lot of good, positive information from our. I think I've always. I mean, we. To me, we're just a, a notch above every other company out there. We just are. We got better guys than mm-hmm. anybody else. Oh, I yeah. think. I mean, and it, it it shows in their equipment. It shows in the feedback we get from customers and and how they get it done. So mm-hmm. because you get in a pneumatic division, it's a lot. There's with a lot of customers, a lot more red tape. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, than with the end dump side right. or the hopper side, a lot, a lot. And what I mean by that is, if a lot more rules at plants, a lot more. If something does go wrong, it's a big ordeal to explain it, right? Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a lot of rules, a lot of uh, everything is is so scheduled. You know, when when they want it, that's when they want it. You know, and if they they want it for a reason, if they don't get it, then it it usually causes them some sort of problem because it's big plants. You know, big refineries such as exxon and you name it any anything like that and a lot of those places are running lean i mean they're you know they don't order materials where they're almost out so i mean it's you have to be on time and if you're not that plant's at risk of shutting down yeah they, so. they count on it that's why we got to count on these guys mm-hmm. and it's uh it's important freight that they're hauling it's not it something that's just it, you know and it you got to put yourself in in our truck driver's shoes i mean he's doing another load every day and mm-hmm. it's another one every day and give me another one the next day and you can kind of get you know it's kind of like us coming in the office every day sometimes we kind of you know get complacent at it mm-hmm. and you know maybe i don't wear my mask when i right. you know get up from my desk like i should but and, and those guys can get that way and get complacent with it and it's up it's our job to reiterate to them look this is they got rules here you, right. you know, you got to make sure you're clean. You got to take care of the customer. I mean, all that stuff is so many rules, you know, it's tough for them to, to oh, do yeah. it, but and they got to do it. And a big one here lately is making sure you wear your face mask everywhere because of the COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every place needs to be, That's pretty you much need to have new, the face mask on everywhere you go. Yeah. You're outside the truck, face mask on. That probably ain't never going away, is it? Doesn't seem like it. I tell you. Um. You know, another thing I was going to touch on real quick was retention. We we don't seem to lose many uh, owner-operators that are pulling pneumatics. I mean, for the most part. You've been here a year. You're fresh. You know, what's your take on that? You don't see many that have quit, do you, Hunter? Not many. And the guys that have were guys that were just 
couldn't get home enough because they lived in a, you know, somewhere that we weren't on a main, wasn't a main lane where we got to regularly. And I think that was one of the main issues. But I mean, like in the pneumatics, we run, we run pretty hard. I mean, it's. You going to maximize their hours? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially lately. I mean, it was a little bit slow back in, you know, the spring, but now, I mean, we're, we're hammering through it. So. But y'all are, I mean, you're going to do it legal. You're not going to push anybody. No, you're not gonna, no, no, no. Not you right. know, run hard means run legal. Right, exactly. But we're going yeah, maximi- to exactly. maximize all your time that you have because we're busy. Right. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows when you're busy, you better get it right. while the getting's good. Right? Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, usually if it, when a guy starts in a pneumatic, it's, it's pretty quick that they know this is for me or this isn't for me. So if we, if we do lose guys, it's pretty – it's a pretty quick turnaround. They know uh, this just isn't isn't what I thought it was, you know. So they leave. But uh, most of the time, like you said earlier, we pull guys from end dumps or hoppers or whatever it may be, or it's guys that uh, know know our guys. So they they know what they're getting into, and our guys have told them this is what you do, this is what you're gonna do, this is how much you'll make, and they know what they're getting into, and. I don't know. It's it's always busy. It seems like we always have something for them to do, so we can keep them keep them rolling. And there's there's not much downtime in the almost twelve years that I've been here. I'd, it's usually go go go. What else can you do? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's and I think that too. I mean, Hunter probably was right. Some of the home time, you know, it's hard. It's hard to find guys that'll stay out two weeks at a time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I'm amazed sometimes. You know, we. We've kind of named Hunter the king of uh, asking a guy to do one more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he, yeah. he's good at calling them, and, and we hate to do it. Don't want to call people when they're home or don't want to ask them to do just one more. And Yeah. But we we throw so, it at them. Yeah, we throw sometimes it at you everybody. got to when you're as busy. I mean, and that's – that. you know, our goal was always being we want to keep them consistent every week, mm-hmm. guys making money. and. So when you do that, well, on their end, they think, well, I, I can, you know, I go stay home this week, or I'm take vacation, or next week's going to be consistent, consistent, and that's our fault. But on our side, we are covered up, busy, and we got all these loads thrown at us. And man, we'd love to get some more of them, and you know, and it, it's uh, trying to tell them that, hey, it's this busier than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Well, on their end, they're just. You know, consistent. I can only do so much, and I get it all when when I come out to work. I get my miles and make my money. You know, they they probably see that as I understand it's busy, but I mean, I can only do so much, right? You know, I mean, uh, I get it. But we're on our end. We're like, we we need one more load. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's always one more. <laughs> always one more to get. But I've up. started to learn to ask. You know, a lot of times you may just be like, oh, let's not let's not bother him. Let's let him let him go home, and then. He'll call you Monday or whatever it is, and you'll mention, "Man, I almost called you Friday to go do this," and they'll be like, "Well, you should have let me do that. That's a good one." Yeah, that's good. You know, so it's <laughs> kind of thought, "Well, Stay throw it at them three more if, days and make." If they don't know you got it, then yeah. so. Well, that's one thing about it; those guys can make money on the pneumatic side. You, mm-hmm. you, you never see anybody not making any money if they want to work; they make money over there on the yeah, pneumatic it's, side. It's there for sure it's there to get so what uh speaking of that what's the freight outlook you think for this year going into next year 
You've been doing it 12 just years. Us, it. us talking about it in there, it's – I think it's going to be great. It seems great right now, which, you know, I've always heard. Is it true? I, I don't know. But election is coming up. That usually kind of maybe holds people back or maybe we're busy right now because everybody's trying to get it in before it. But I feel like it's going to continue to be, be good because people need it. They're not – they're not going to stop needing what we're we're doing that right. I can see. So I think it's going to keep on rolling good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year too. What about you, Hunter? I think it is. Yeah. I mean, the turnaround we've seen so far in the last two three months has been amazing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see it slowing down. Yeah, and I, I've said this before. You know, we Bradley, we lived through oh eight and oh nine. Is that about when you got? I came here? in March of oh nine, so I think I came in. So right was, before it kind of kicked yeah. back up. So the crash of 08 and 09 was devastating. Uh, we've lived through that and, it, and come back a lot stronger for a lot more years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've gone through the frack sand debacle, right. you know, to where that was up and down and shut down. And then we come back stronger, it seems like, mm -hmm. the next year or two. So I'm, I'm the same way. I'm. I'm excited that it's this busy, this fast after, you know, and it, we, we still got the the pandemic going on mm -hmm. and it's that busy. So to me, uh, I'm, you know, it makes you think, well, everybody's just, they're ready to get back to work. Right. And we're rolling. Everybody's ready to get and, back to normal. And it really, really gets me anxious for next year. Mm -hmm. I think it was what, back in July, it was like a light switch just kicked on. I mean, oh, yeah. Just yeah. one week it was, you know, you know, guys got used to going home on the weekends, and then the light switch kicked on. And you know, I mean, hey man, we need you. We need we go where we're. Yeah. I mean, y'all got anything to add? You got any stories or anything with about any owner operators recently that was good or took care of a customer or went out of their way or anything like that? You know of off the top of your head? I had a uh, customer email us. I think a couple of weeks ago, we had a driver unloading. I think it was in South Carolina or Georgia. And uh, he got a compliment from the customer saying that it was the nicest truck and trailer and the nicest equipment and the nicest uh, driver that they had ever had deliver at that plant. No kidding. It was the first load we had done for him ever. So and I guess whoever had been doing it in the past. You don't remember was, who it was, who we sent? who the It was gal? driver Chris Robertson. Chris Robertson. Nice. Truck number 9020, pulling 2020. I think he was pulling 2020. Okay. Good deal. Nice trailer, yeah. Good job, Chris. So that's uh, it's always good to hear those kind of stories. Yep. We when we get some of that, we try to share it. We need to share more. Uh, okay. Um, anything else you guys can think of? I mean, off the top of your head, you want to paperwork going good? Yeah, paperwork goes pretty good. I would say. I mean, I think everybody's gotten pretty used to using your phone to scan it, uh, but the. The quicker we get it, I mean, it, it's crazy. Uh, we get requests from customers sometimes while a guy is, is still delivering. Hey, can you send me the, the signed paperwork? Is it available yet? So it's uh, – No kidding. The amount of pressure we get on that is is pretty crazy, you know. So the, the quicker you scan it, it, it helps us, saves us a lot of time, you know. So we don't have to call you, stop you while you're driving to say, hey, take a picture and send this. So – if you do it at night when you're on break or, or whatever it is, just the sooner you send it, the easier it, it makes it for us. Well, and, and I think the assumption out there with 
the truck drivers, our own operators, is that dispatch don't have nothing to do with paperwork. That's not the case, is it? No, not at all. No, it's it's a it's a constant battle looking for paperwork and, and getting it to them and getting the right wash tickets and having there's all kinds of stuff you have to provide to to make it all work and to move forward for for all the customers because they they want it they have to do their process whatever it is on their end and quickly. and that's y'all's job to do that right. Right. right right and last week I got to work with the ladies down there in Billing. And to see like their side of it from getting paperwork from the drivers, paperwork going from the driver to us back to them. I mean, it's it's pretty serious when they don't have paperwork doesn't get turned in because then they have to go back to us. We have to go back to the driver. So I mean, it's 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 really important that the drivers get the paperwork turned in as soon as possible, as soon as the load's done. Make sure it's done right. That way we can get them paid for it and we can get a bill. And you get all your correct paperwork. So mm-hmm. what's something you're always looking for? Scale tickets. Typically, scale tickets or washout tickets i would say or be the washout ticket yeah what about detention if that is that a paperwork nightmare not usually because every everybody wants that it's you know it's a little extra money so (laughs) we usually get those but on those you know it's make sure you may not seem like you do but it's it's like if you got a bill at your house and it didn't explain why why you're getting the bill you know you don't want to pay that so just make sure you I always tell guys, you, you don't have to write me a book, but just put a short description and just make sure all the the AM and PM is circled, uh, mm. the truck number, the load number, a few comments of what happened. and you know Because that's what you're sending to the customer. Right. That actually goes to them when we send them a, a bill for it. Okay. And then to always make sure that the uh, the times are accurate because customers will go back and look at their security cameras or check their you oh, know, yeah. they'll, security they'll when they up. get checked in and checked out to match it up to make sure. So, yeah, you know, if you're there at 7.05, don't put you were there at, you know, 6.45 or 7 o'clock. I mean, it's exact They'll time, check it so out. They'll check mm-hmm. it out. Oh, yeah. And, and they don't want to pay any more detention time than they have to. Right. right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's all good. I really appreciate you guys coming in and talking pneumatics with us and giving our own operators out there you know, a little, little inside info to Bradley Simpson and Hunter Horton. Y'all got anything you want to add? Or that- I'd like to say to any drivers that are interested in coming over to Nomadics, just call and talk to us. I mean, we, we you know, we are, we can connect you with one of our drivers that have right. been here for 10, 20 years. I mean, I mean if you're interested, you know, come yeah. come see us, come talk to us. Yeah, let us know. We appreciate every, every appreciate everything you guys do for us out there. Absolutely. Yeah, we got some good owner operators. They take good care of us. They make us look good, don't they? Mm-hmm. Right. They do. We get to set up in here and do a podcast. We get to set that <laughs> desk and deal with customers, and they're out there with the with the truck, the trailer, and the good attitude, and rolling in those shippers and receivers every day, and dealing with the traffic on the road. And you know, they they uh, thank the Lord for them because I sure couldn't do that. I can tell you that. No, I'm lucky to make it home to. 15 minutes to mom mail every yeah. day without <laughs> pulling my hair out. <laughs> no, I understand that. It's good. Well, we appreciate all you on operators. You guys do a great job. And we're proud of you. We uh, thank you for everything you do for us. Appreciate y'all listening to this podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. 
We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.